0: Welcome back to a woman's menopause journey. I'm Vera, your podcast host, I really appreciate you being here and listening. Please feel free to send me a voice message concerning content or to appear as a joint guest on a future podcast. I love gaining new perspectives and ideas to bring to the podcast audience. Thank you. And here we go, right into the podcast episode. so glad you joined me for this episode of A Woman's Menopause Journey. I know I've been gone for a while, but I'm back and we're going to get started. We're going to actually finish season one today. So we're working on the season one titled Educate Yourself. So this is episode five and it's titled What Can Happen After Menopause. This episode concludes season one of A Woman's Menopause Journey, at which point we'll move into podcasts that are full of love, friendship, support, and have many helpful things for this journey of change that we're on. I can't wait to get started, but now we'll dive right into today's episode. In our last episode, we discussed what can help with our menopause symptoms. In this episode, we mentioned things, We actually we'll mention five things that can help after menopause. These are considered complications which can arise after menopause women can be at risk for certain medical condition increases number one is heart and blood vessel which is cardiovascular disease when your estrogen levels decline your risk of cardiovascular disease increases heart disease is the leading cause of death in women as well as in men so it's important to get regular exercise eat healthy and maintain a normal weight and we've talked about these things so much over the podcast so um, taking care of yourself is really important before menopause during menopause after menopause all the above so research and find ways how to protect your heart such as how to reduce your cholesterol or your blood pressure if it's too high i see your doctor regularly if you're tending if you're attending to these things for the betterment of your overall health because you will notice a difference if you do. Um, it may not always be necessary to see a doctor all the time, but you're, if you know your body really well then you know when you need to see the doctor. Number two is osteoporosis. This condition causes bones to become brittle and weak leading to an increased risk of fractures. During the first few years after menopause, you may lose bone density at a rapid rate, increasing your risk of osteoporosis. Postmenopausal women with osteoporosis are especially susceptible to fractures of their spine, hips, and wrists. Number three, urinary incontinence. As the tissues of your vagina and urethra loosen loses elasticity may experience frequent sudden strong urges to urinate, followed by an involuntary loss of urine, which is called urge incontinence, or the loss of urine with a cough, laughing, or lifting, which is called stress incontinence. You may have urinary tract infections more often, strengthen pelvic floor muscles with Kegel exercises. And use a topical vaginal estrogen these things may help to relieve symptoms of incontinence. Hormone therapy may also be an effective treatment option for menopause, urinary tract, and vaginal changes that can result in urinary incontinence. Now I gotta say something about that one before I move on to number four Um, because it is important to know that our body is changing and we may have these things happen all of a sudden, and it's kind of scary. So I I would just recommend that you just research it and get a trusted source that can help you with determining whether or not you really need hormone therapy. Because again, I'm not one to push that. But if you need it, you need it. But if you don't, you won't know until you kind of research other areas and and look at other things. So I would just encourage you to do that. Number four is sexual function. Vaginal dryness from decreased moisture production and loss of elasticity can cause discomfort and slight bleeding during sexual intercourse. Also, decreased sensation may reduce your desire for sexual activity, which they call libido. So water-based vaginal moistures and lubricants may help. If a vaginal lubricant isn't enough, many women benefit from the use of local vaginal estrogen treatment. Also available as a vaginal cream, tablet, or ring, which I know none of, I don't know a lot about those things. But again, when it's involving estrogen, just be really careful with that and do your research um, so that you have a full understanding of what you're getting yourself into when you start those things. Um, number five is weight gain. Many women gain weight during the menopause transition and after menopause because metabolism slows. You may need to eat less and exercise more just to maintain your current weight. And I just have a comment about that. And it's not a very nice comment because I'm so sick and tired of eating less and exercising more. I don't know about y'all that... That just it's just ridiculous like i mean when you exercise more you get hungrier this has been my experience i don't know about what y'all have gone through but when i vamp up exercising which my exercising is walking because i i can't really do traditional workouts because of my back but um when i walk three miles or four miles or whatever i'm starving like, I, I get hungrier. So you have to be really careful when you start an exercise program. You know, you don't want to not take in enough calories to and eat enough protein. I think all of that needs to be balanced. And again, back to what I was saying before about diet, you have to balance it. You need to find out what works for your body and, you know, your lifestyle. So the healthier, the better. That sometimes it's, it is different for everyone. So, I mean, it's really difficult for me to share an experience with you. Because I usually do my own experience in like one to two minutes at this point of the podcast. But I haven't gone completely through menopause yet. And I don't really know where I am. Except the simple fact is that I haven't gone a full year without a period. You know, it creeps its ugly head in like eight months, three months, then four months. And so you know, but I am experiencing a lot of these things. I've noticed some changes in my body. I've noticed some muscle mass loss. So I'm, I'll be 54 this year. And so I've I've noticed these changes in my body. So I'm just trying to document them. I'm trying to research about them and to see what I can do to, to become healthier without really like, you know, cutting everything out. Um, per se. And so um, I really would have liked to have had another woman on the show with me to talk about their experience of having gone completely through menopause. Um, And I haven't, I don't have anyone that's uh, willing to do that. But I want to encourage you that if you're listening to this, and you have, that we need you, you know, us younger women that haven't gone through it yet, we need your experience, we need your conversation, we need to hear what it's like you know, so that we can um, validate and have a better understanding and educate, you know, those that are, that haven't gone through it yet. When we get there, we can, you know, all the information helps. That's what this podcast is about. I'm not a medical doctor. I don't have any medical training, but I do know that this is a process in my life that has been really, really difficult to go through. I'm still struggling to get through it. And it's a little scary. It's not it's not uh it's not a fun thing, but I feel like uh you know more than one makes a, a village, and so you know we have to help each other and that's what this podcast is all about. and I just want to take the time right now to just apologize that've I've been gone. Um, I started a little side business and I've been concentrating on that for a while, but this is really important to me. This is a passion of mine to create a podcast for women that's a safe place and that um, will give. Um, women, a sense of uh, you know, a sense of belonging and understanding, and that there's other other women out there that are going through similar situations, and we can bond through this particular um, podcast and um, help each other, so support each other. So that's that's just where I'm at on that. But so to move on, um, I want to share that menopause fun fact. Share I, I share these. Every podcast, I try to. Um, So, the third interesting fact about menopause, and this is from grandsnet.com. You can look it up. It's called Natural Healing. So, it says, it will come as no surprise to you that, thankfully, medicine has come quite a way since the Georgian period. So, talking talking about the state of Georgia, women. While modern natural methods of relief can seem quite odd and unbelievable... It's, it's really nothing compared to the early treatments that were prescribed to patients get this leeches to the genitalia and cervix and that's that's just unbelievable i anybody would even try that but hey you know what do we know um, encouraging vicarious menstruation via hemorrhoids nosebleeds and phlebotomies okay i don't i don't want no part of that um cupping which I kind of have an idea what that is but I don't want to talk about that during this podcast <laughs> sweating and then it says in parentheses because you know hot flashes aren't bad enough on their own so we have to make ourselves sweat you know, for some reason okay and then it says Setons, and I'm sorry pre-apologizing I didn't look that up I don't know what that means it can't be good you know in any way shape or form I'm sure um, then the last one is bathing and we're okay with this, right? This is one we can get on board with because to bathe, to soak in the tub, it makes, you know, things makes you feel better. It relaxes you, it relaxes the muscles. But Georgia women must have either been duped by their undoubtedly male doctors or completely desperate to relieve their symptoms. And I'm telling you, when you're desperate, you do just about anything to make it go away. So that's probably what what happened back in the day. I'm sorry, I don't have any dates for that. Um, that was just something I found on the internet. And like I said, you can go to grandsnet.com and you can check that out for yourself. All right, so our menopause quote for the day is, One thing I love about aging, and I do love aging, I've got a wisdom that no young person can buy. You earn it. And that was Suzanne Summers that said that quote about menopause. And our menopause joke, it's a little picture. It's got a woman, a little lady with gray hair. And she's taking the towel, the wet towel to her head, you know. She's sweating. The sweat's just pouring off of her. And it says menopause relief pills. It says the green one calms your nerves. The yellow one is for headache relief. The blue one reduces bloating. The red one reduces hot flashes. The brown pill removes chocolate cravings, and the orange pill minimizes anger and frustration. <laughs> and then it says at the bottom, if symptoms occur all at once, eat the whole bag. So ladies, it's telling you, grab you a bag of M&Ms once in a while, eat them all, it'll make you feel better, just don't eat two or three bags, maybe once, stop at one bag. And you'll be good. (laughs) Anyway, it was real fun being with you all today. This concludes Season 1, Episode 5, and Season 1 of of A Woman's Menopause Journey. So remember what we're going to do for Season 2 is I'm going to come in with something new going on. Hopefully I'll get some more interaction out of you ladies out there. I appreciate all of you 100 people, women, I mean, that are listening to this podcast. And I really, really hope that you're getting something from it. And I hope that you'll share it with a friend. So thanks for joining me and listening to all of the podcasts. And I want to do more of it because it's a passion of mine. So share it it with someone. Share it with another lady friend that may benefit from it. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for joining the podcast today. Please remember, you're not alone on this journey. My hope is that you will gain more understanding about your own menopausal journey and listening to me sharing parts of my journey during these podcasts. Maybe you could support this podcast if you felt led to. All you got to do is click the support button below. And I would really appreciate it if you can. If not, that's okay too. I'm so glad that you're here. And thank you so much for being here. And have a beautiful day.